surprise ah. once again. Are we are we ready? Are we live? Well, are we? Well, hello. Hello. Oh, I missed the intro. And, uh, I yeah. didn't hear it. Well, I didn't either. Patricia just ran in the bathroom. Oh. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> we didn't even do the milk jump. So nervous he shit himself. <laughs> and the referee, I think, is standing. Yeah. And, uh, we got a ref. In I think. <laughs> we, this could go down as the most chaotic start to any of the it may. Eight, yeah to any of the uh, podcasts we've ever had here. So but it won't be the last. Yeah. <laughs> so now that Jason's done unraveling a cord, I don't even know what's going on right now. Me neither. You know. Well, Merry Christmas, though. Yeah. Merry Christmas, everybody. Ho ho ho. Hello. Yeah. Ho ho. Ho ho. Uh, <laughs> What'd you call me? Yeah. Ho ho ho. I love you. I love I you more. I called you hey. birthday, buddy. <laughs> so listen, like always, we got to start with our disclaimer. Which basically means that they don't have a bad attitude there, man. That's a good one. What? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, by the way, this, this is... is my, my, head, my head's cut off? Oh. head's cut off. Oh, there it is. Hey, there's my head. There's your head. So, uh, this is the opinion of Carlos, not of the Rescue Company 1 or anybody that hires the Rescue Company 1. Not the opinion of the most handsome and amazing... Dr. Benjamin Abbo. Man, I love that guy. Woo-hoo. He's <laughs> or, fantastic. Or any of our affiliates of people that help us or house us in their building. That's not their opinion either. No. no. Not the opinion of the College of Emergency Physicians or anybody <laughs> else not. that you think that is not named Carlos. <laughs> 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 so uh, if you want to sue somebody, you got to sue me first. Oh, no, no, let's not do that. Let's no, not do that. Let's, no, let's not. I mean, I own. You're not going to get anything. I, I own an English bulldog outright. Yeah, <laughs> and the response you're gonna get is shut the fuck oh, up Friday. Yeah, that is it. The uh, have you met her? She is. She, you're not her favorite. Well, I own oh. her. I know. I kill you her. Know. You're her secret favorite, I'll but a, you're not her favorite. I put a bullet in. <laughs> so like, if somebody tried to take her, she would be very pissed off. Uh, hey, so I'm saying that. Hey, baby. Hey. How you doing? I'm good. I Did, love uh, you. We do disclaimer. Yeah. I do. Yeah. Sorry. For, we were in the middle of it. It, it, it hit you. Them nerves get you. <laughs> you nerves right? get you, man. That's all right. I don't even want to talk about it. It's like, it it's in his boots. Everybody yeah. gets the anxiety shits once in a while. It's okay. Go. Gotta go, gotta go. I, in, a, in, a, in a few moments, people in this room are going to be screaming, Carlos Boumaye. <laughs> you know what I mean? Rumble at Johnny's. Oh, and we have Rachel Camacho here today visiting us. Hello. Yeah, Who's hiding hey. behind the microphone. She's like, nobody don't know. I'm <laughs> very short. I'm 5'2", so the microphone's way taller yeah. than I am. That's why I made him start giving me these things. Yeah. I almost feel like we should trade. And you have, uh, we, have, uh, we have an official sanctioned boxing commission referee with us here today. Hey. Jimmy Mano de Piedras. <laughs> Reyes. He's also a cut man. Uh, <laughs> he's in official uniform today. Uh, this uh, today we will have a sanctioned uh, boxing commission sweater off. Yep. You know this our is judges, big deal. Big our deal. judges will get here soon. Yeah. Where'd my shot go? And then uh, <laughs> you got God. Rocky on the ones and twos, like always. Yeah, but where'd where'd Rocky's shot go? There was a shot here before I left. I don't know, it's man. gone. It's know. gone? Okay. Yeah, well, it's <laughs> all right. You like, the, you like this one? No, it's okay. Move your, move your, feet. Got, move your got, seat. We got a whole nother round coming anyway. <laughs> we do. We got birthday buddy. Hey, birthday Me. buddy. Hi. Hi. 
showing some cleavage for birthday buddies' cleavage. There's a lot of there. cleavage tonight. There's yeah. a lot of titties out here. Yeah, absolutely. I was sick of getting yelled yeah. at. Yeah. <laughs> Carlos is a mean boss. We only, I'm just if just titties story. are not out, then you're in trouble. I am just, just sharing story. the snowman, and that's all I'm going to be sharing at all my time. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, there's basically two rules at this company, which is basically everybody love everybody. <laughs> ass and titties. Yeah. <laughs> oh, did you see your hat? It came in. Oh, did? Yeah. I, dang it, I forgot her leather pants again. No, they're in my car. No, they're not. They're on the couch. Just kidding. Then, what uh, happened to your hair? And then the, and then the hippo's here. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> the hippo's been waiting I, to get in. I am. I, 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 I'm, uh, I have, a, have a big, big, big announcement. Well, I'm not sure what's happening with your hair. I don't. I don't either. I just. I know. I have a big responsibility tonight. You and do. I am going to take it seriously. Good. And I'm. I'm going to be straight laced. You're guarding I'm, the belt. He's I about am. to get the anxiety shits. Watch him. Yeah. He's listen. guarding. <laughs> listen. Uh, he's got. A, he's even in uniform. He's, at, he's, even, he's got security uniform on. Carlos, like, I can't yeah. take you seriously. You have too much glitter on your face right now. Like, <laughs> every time I look at you, I find another pe- sparkle of glitter on, glitter glitter, on you. You're welcome. Glitters are for, <laughs> glitter are for winners. That's right. All right. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, I don't know. If you, can we pan out, too? Because we have a whole crowd. We have, a, we have an yeah. audience. And uh, we do have a... a uh, Is Rizio can because he finally yeah. has an iPhone. We did bring in an official <laughs> color man. Yeah. <laughs> We brought in, a, in an official color man who uh, called about today. Out what? There, you know, and not color because he's brown. But, <laughs> however, that being said, there's a lot of brown in this room. There right is now. a lot of brown. Yeah. Like, there's white people nervous outside. Yeah, I'm a little nervous. It's like, what happened? They feel more at ease because they know that, that all of us are in one location. <laughs> Could be. I wish a motherfucker would. Sit along with us right now. I wish a motherfucker would. I wish a motherfucker would. Hey, man. Oh, man. You and me both, buddy. And I'm not even one of the brown people. <laughs> you, got, you got enough brown in you. Yeah, you got oh, some brown Oh, I time. wish a motherfucker would. <laughs> so, you know, uh, I hate to... It, we definitely have some sad news to report. Oh, we do. You know, so... so uh, um, Did yes, you send it to me via Facebook? Yep. Stand by. You know, yesterday... Um, we lost a, a, a legend in the Central Florida uh, fire service. You know, it's, it's, it's amazing how, how much one person can touch people appropriately and inappropriately. <laughs> oh you know, uh, and, uh, it, it, and to me, it's, kind of, it's, a, it's a big deal because uh, I, this is somebody like I grew up around. Like, I grew up around this guy, and he was just, you know, again, one of those influences that, you know, got me to be a fireman and, you know, uh, play, and we just, I know mostly from football because, you know, after I, after I wasn't an explorer anymore, uh, I, I'd next run into him when we're on the on the Guardians and playing football with us. But uh, definitely Bruce Bruce Williams, BD, which okay. there is, yesterday went around the table, like, could be like a dozen different things that BD stands for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, uh, he's definitely given himself a few nicknames, the King, which is one of uh, my favorites. <laughs> I was I was gonna ask what BD stood for. If well, it's Bruce Williams, I think his name's a Big B- Dummy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, Bruce Dave's brother. I think is what he used to stand for. Because Dave is the greatest. You know, Dave was our lieutenant. Rachel worked with Dave for a little bit. You know, and uh, he was just a. He's just a. Uh, uh, they're both just awesome people. I'm having trouble loading it. 
Yeah, it, we'll, we'll put up a picture of that. But uh, people can go to our social media and stuff too. Where yeah, we, uh, I posted we did, it on Facebook earlier. We did post up, uh, post up some stuff on him, and um, may he rest in peace, man. I mean, uh, he's a big Cowboys fan, so I bet you he's got, he's watching the game. He's probably out there telling God, like you know, how to do different things <laughs> you know, that he feels in his opinion. It's uh, it's the greatest, and you know, it's funny. We would tell these rules that we have that are uh, BD rules from uh, the Guardians, like, <laughs> like you you can't smoke on the sideline, <laughs> and then uh, and then we had to like come up with that you can't smoke on the field because then he would get on the field and he would smoke. <laughs> so and then they don't yeah. How does he do that? Yeah. yeah, the longest yard there, there was a lot of. Zero. How does that work out? And you can't pee on the field oh. on the sideline. That was rule number three. <laughs> oh boy, because like. The king, you know, he didn't want to walk to the bathroom. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, he shouldn't have to. He's the king. Well, he's an all-American punter uh, right. for the National uh, Public Safety Football League. And he's know. the king. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. we share the birthday with the other king. Yes, it's so true. So that's yeah, that oh. quite yeah, so coincidental. I, I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. Elvis, uh, it's also, we have some people that on our birthday, R. Kelly, we don't like to claim him. <laughs> um, and, uh, I'm going to stick with I have the same birthday yeah. as Elvis. Hey, king king Jong-il. Oh, that's on the sound January eighth. Yeah. But uh, you got Stephen Hawking's is on our birthday. Yeah, oh. so a lot of great, a lot of greatness on January eighth and <laughs> some downsides. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's the day legends were born. <laughs> that's right. You got the world's greatest so, astrophysicist and the world's greatest artist. Uh, so just so we're not, so we don't like waste time and Jody wants to kick us in the face later. Uh, let's start off with his announcements. Uh, and again, uh, you know, we'll we'll be putting different stuff up uh, as far as the services and things like that for BD. And uh, uh, yep. a couple other announcements that we have today. Babe, what you we'll got? Post some of so them. we have an air medical class the end of January, the 24th through the 29th. We have a difficult airway the 24th and 25th. We have AMLS the 25th and 26th. Advanced medical life support. Advanced medical life support. Yep. We have um, PHTLS and TNCC 26th and 27th. <laughs> <laughs> I love watching her count the calendar days in her With head. Her fingers, yeah. 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 Um, and I guess if you want to do Sweat and Hewitt, that's on the 29th. Hey, you, know and what, you know what's interesting is, like, uh, we get, like, two calls from Alaska this week. So last Ooh. class, we had uh, a dude from Alaska that came down just for Airway and yep. PHDLS. Nice. Yeah. He stayed the whole week, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, he yeah. ended up coming the whole yeah. week. And good, then, good he was fantastic. Yeah. yeah. And then um, we got a couple calls this week from Alaska. That's People, awesome. The douchebag is back in Alaska. He sure is. Yeah. So my son just came we, out. Uh, we saw some TikToks <laughs> and got hey, some I'm FaceTime. glad he's on American soil. Yeah. Yeah. Same. True. You know, I mean, if you want to count Alaska oh, yeah. as American soil, it is. Listen, yeah. it technically hey. is. It's one of the freak states. Yeah. Yep. Did you say freak states? Yeah. Okay. Los hold does he know? Hey, he is 20. 20. Shut up. Yeah. I'm uh, hey, listen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, hey, I don't want to make you feel old, but I'm going to tell a story about Rachel today, and it's going to be outrageous. Oh, it's pretty funny. Shit. <laughs> Funniest story you've ever heard. You know, you'll pee your pants. My heart's racing. I can't wait. Anxiety shits. Here they come. So, uh, uh, and uh, Patricia, where can people find us? People can find us at asthereoadaturns.com, but you could also Google them on, uh, on the Google machine. Check us out on Spotify, <laughs> iTunes, iHeart, Spreaker, anywhere you get your podcasts. Freaking iHeart is taking forever, but we'll get there soon enough. It's coming. Just like the PBR sponsorship it's coming. officially. 
Yeah, they're just, they just they're got just, a, What are we right. talking about? We're waiting on a letter. I think, I think that's all we need, just oh. an official letter. Okay. Right. You know, that's the way I'm taking it. So it looks like that, except it says titties, not titleist. Oh, yeah. Just saying. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, my tattoo guy ordered that for a friend of ours because yeah. he's obsessed with titties. Like, yeah. that's who his thing. It? Who is so it? So he who ordered, yeah, Holy he gave him that shit. Shit, Amanda. What? Nothing. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's seeing it. Oh, it's an, it's an HD. <laughs> you Wait, so he really likes that iPhone now. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. And that is our full layout for the rest of the show. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, hold on. If I get Jamie to turn around, then we're really yeah. good. Uh, right here. Uh, <laughs> so, a, uh, oh, we already moved. Baby, you got you All got right, your word listen. of the day. I sure do. Give me. Ooh. Oh, oh damn. Ooh, that was close. Wow. It sure was. That was directly on the keyboard. Amanda, <laughs> there. Not, almost there. not on there. the keyboard. Thank God that's a Panasonic and not an. Apple. It's snake yeah. biting. Snake biting is the oh. word of the day. It you is. Know, interesting. Oh, can I guess? You sure can. I did it. Oh, I'm sorry. Thank you. Hey, so you know, while you're guessing on this, I almost died from a... Almost died. Today. Almost I, died. I was attacked by a... Almost died. That's why, by that's why I got that. an anaconda rattle tooth <laughs> moccasin. <laughs> Jimmy, you know the side door, allegedly, at the MLRC? Yeah. So I'm yeah. leaving, taking out this garbage that smells like ass. <laughs> Like I'm and trying titties. to find out an ass smell isn't there? And hey Rachel, so I come down the I come down the stairs, I go out this door, and this giant snake like grabbed <laughs> the back. Really? No. You know it's the best baby. part about this? This is the shit tiny. that I didn't even tell you guys about. This is the best part. Check this shit out. Hey. This is the best part about this? No, no snakes. It's on tape. No. Oh. Yes. 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 The lady's like gonna, on the ring, no, the ring uh, camera, the security, security camera. camera, right outside oh, the door. Yes. So the lady, she's gonna get, she's gonna cut us a picture, oh. cut us a thing of it. Is there audio on it? I don't know. Because I'm pretty scream. sure that Carlos, <laughs> we need the audio to go with it. You, you could make lots of money on TikTok. For yeah. real, like yeah. we'd be we famous. Tot- yeah. We're totally gonna That's do a viral video right there. Dan and Angie went viral for him just hey. running like a little girl across. Right. I'm pretty sure that's what he looked like. You're gonna be throwing midgets sooner than you thought. You're gonna see how athletic. I was. You know what? I'm proud of you, though, and for sharing that with Jimmy. us so that we can mm-hmm. actually see it because so that's going to be amazing. This is what happens, Jimmy. When I see it on video, I saw my life go before my life. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm talking to Jimmy because Jimmy understands this shit. So, Jimmy, this thing grabbed at the bag. I had to fling the bag oh, as I left. <laughs> and I'm so just, graceful, too. I know. That. I know. I know. And then Jason won't let me shoot bullets into the, into no. the bushes. <laughs> no. I get this dead serious phone call. I get this phone call. Is Jason there? I say, yeah, he's behind me. Put him on the phone. So, <laughs> so Jason is uh, the Venom guy for uh, oh, yeah. for uh, Lake County. Okay. And then our doctor is Allegedly. the Venom doctor. Allegedly. Yep. For, uh, for uh, uh, Dr. Ben Abel from Miami-Dade in here. So, like, that's why we got two snake experts that are never around yeah. when I'm being attacked by snakes. <laughs> me either. And, the, and he lets them attack me. And they're going to totally like judge you when fall it comes my head. known it's a black racer. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, yeah. it doesn't yeah. matter. It doesn't matter. That thing's, that thing's a killer. That's it what is. I saw. So, uh, so snake so, biting yeah. is, the, is the name. That's, that's what you say, baby? Snake biting. Uh, yep. Snake biting. Go ahead. What do you think, Amanda? I think it's when you get those um, little dermal piercing things. Oh. They're called snake bites. That's a great wow. guess. Huh. huh. What do you think? I, I was going to say 
when a girl's going down on a guy, and this you know, is, I think this is my guess. That's the you know, he's like, you get harder, a little bit of harder. Tea. You get a little yeah, bit of harder. Tea in there. And, yeah, and, then, and then at the point where, ooh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah a little too much. Snake got me. Snake got you. Yeah, yeah, that's my guess too. Jimmy, what you got? I was thinking the same thing as April. Uh, I'm lying. I'm lying. I'm lying. So, go ahead. Rachel, Rachel, Rachel. you want to guess? Uh, I the first thing I thought was like snake eyes, like in gambling. I'm, I'm like, way off base. <laughs> what do you got? Patricia? I don't get a guess. You never get the. You never guess these at I'm, all. I'm gonna say that it's uh, it's it's foreplay biting, but like piercing the skin. Oh. Ooh. Mm. Yeah, you would you would do that. Was there a group that had people like, like like vampires that had sharp teeth and? We don't talk about that. No, okay, okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's his better. alter ego. Yeah. So what is it, baby? So it is, um, <clears throat> it happens when a guy is drunk and having sex with some chick. And, hi. <laughs> There's a small child yeah. walking yes. out of the room. <laughs> and we're good. Are we? Yeah. No more and clear. <laughs> when a guy's drunk and having sex with some chick and accidentally blows inside of her, he then proceeds to try to suck out his own cum. Oh. Oh. The same way a person would try to suck out the venom <laughs> if they were bitten by a poisonous snake. Snakes for, aren't poisonous. For, for future efforts, yeah, babies you, are. you uh, <laughs> don't, don't cut people and suck on their snake bites because so it's not going to work. So, so, that, is, so right. that is not true. And so, Dr. Abel will... Not we'll true. back that up fully. That is not true. What they don't say. suck that the is, venom. It's not true. Learn something new every day. Yep. Hey, Damn. buddy, what's the what's That's the enough. text from last night? Oh my. Well, I figure since you know Christmas is in two days, we're gonna go with this one. Yep. I'm going as Rudolph for the Christmas Eve furry orgy. Is Santa taking the sleigh of slutty reindeer around the neighborhood again this year? Mm. Yes. Ho, several ho. neighbors have requested it. <laughs> so we do a ho, drunk, ho, ho. As a drunk text from last night, which is uh, the greatest website ever. Oh, known to man. So today we got a special guest right now. <laughs> She's wondering what the fuck she got herself into. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> so Rachel Camacho is, uh, is uh, Orlando firefighter paramedic. Allegedly. So you're in trouble. I like gotta it. say, I like There's no patch on my shoe. We really need to get her a booster seat, yeah. like ASAP. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I need some phone books. You want to sit on my sweater? <laughs> so, Jason's and, uh, got some backpacks. You want to sit on my sweater? <laughs> so Rachel, you work you work dispatch prior to being at the on the fire on the fire service side. I did. And uh, so how many years did you do there? Uh, four and a half ish, almost five. So you got a total of. I want to say, well, I started in 1994, whatever the math is there. Oh, yeah. So you got like 26 years. Mm-hmm. 26 yep. years. With the city, yeah. Yeah, with the city of Orlando. Mm-hmm. Did you do anything EMS wise or fire service wise before mm-hmm. you did this? Nope. I was a cop dispatcher prior to that for six months. For the city of Orlando? Yeah. Or? No, 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 no. For a little town in Polk County called Haines City. Man, Police yeah. Department. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to tell you what. Haines City gets some fucked up shit. They do. They do these days because it's so much growth. It's, it's a growth. You know, as a criminal, I don't want to. Fu- I would never want to fuck up in Man, Polk County. I tell you what. You don't want to fuck up in Polk County. Judd, don't play. No, he don't play. So, you know, <laughs> so we, right. just, uh, we just took over, allegedly, that helicopter over there. Uh, air care did so we're uh, so we're out of Bartow and uh, allegedly and uh, it, it man we get some fucked up shit over there I mean <laughs> like I saw a man's arm degloved like uh, 
the neatest, like a surgeon couldn't get that shit like, <laughs> really? that good. And, yeah. I wouldn't say they work hard there, but they play hard there. Man, shit. Yeah, yeah you're yeah. right. Yeah. And they love machetes. <laughs> oh. Man, they love machetes. Machetes and beer. They, uh, I'm going to tell you. Was his other hand okay? Yeah. 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 I'm going to tell good. you this. A man from South America with a sharp machete is a fucking surgeon. Oh, yes. Yeah. Allegedly. Them fucking Mexicans will cut each other. They carve each other up. Mm. Good is that why you left your machete in Bolivia? So and uh, but then so Rachel, you came and then we happened to like be going through orientation together at the same time. Um, did we go to paramedic school together? Yeah, we I was did. starting to wonder about that. Yeah, we did. So like we we actually went through the last semester of it together. So when I got hired at the city, the city made me like not go to my last semester of class, and then I, I joined you guys in class. Oh. So uh, so I could finish my pre-game precept and stuff like that. You went to medic school at Shaft too. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Shut your mouth. Yeah, Shut man. Mouth. <laughs> so uh, okay. So yeah, because I started like no, the, the appropriate class response when he says that with is Brian like- Smith. So yeah. Okay. What the Brian Smith started. Uh, me, Brian oh. Smith. Uh, uh, Jay Barrios. Oh, so that was your original class. That's my original and then you class. Us. Yep. Oh, okay. Yep. So, um, and and then we went through kind of the orientation and stuff together uh, with the city, and that was like twenty, about to be twenty three years ago. About twenty three years ago. All I remember is when we were doing PT, somebody was doing the cadences they do in the military. Yeah. I'd yeah. never heard them in my life. Yeah. No, as uh, me and Harvey Jones. <laughs> me yes. and Harvey Jones. Yep. You know, Harvey Jones came in and he was like. Uh, uh, paratrooper in, in the army but in reality he went to like paratrooping school like which I guess they let anybody go do <laughs> but he was a dental hygienist that's a true oh, story shit. true story that's why yeah. his teeth are so nice and yeah. cleanest teeth you've ever seen that would be so, why so yeah. I think we're good hey I think everybody was just trying to see your butt anyways but you know that's okay don't worry I'll yeah. be yeah <laughs> <laughs> so um you know, how has it been in that? Do you think it's gone by fast or slow? So everyone said the like, I don't know, the first five years, ten years, you don't. Like, I think a lot of people remember the first five and ten. And then, like, year 15 um, is when people start talking about the pace. So, like, I would say 15 to 20, it picked up, and it was like, okay, I'm, I'm kind of seeing the light at the end of the tunnel, and now I'm in year 23, and I remember saying, oh, I'm at year 19. Oh, I'm at year 20, and now I'm about to say 23. So it's now picked up incredible yeah, pace. It goes by un- unbelievable, you know. Like, I remember graduating orientation, and, uh, and, I, and I was telling Trish about this picture. It's a picture of me and my little brother and my mom. And uh, I had not seen my mom for a couple years up to that point, like when I came out of orientation. Oh. It's the first time I seen my mom. And uh, she basically, uh, I remember uh, uh, Chief McAllister. You remember that guy? Yes, I do. Chief McAllister. He yelled at me one time. Oh, he yelled at me all the time. He called me, he called me Florence. <laughs> Florence? Yeah. Like Nightingale? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Florence Nightingale. Yeah. Was, he heard you You became he, a nurse. Yeah, well, he, he knew oh. I, was a nursing, I was a nursing major before oh. I came in. Yeah, so I was like, yeah. he's like, he's like, he'll call me Florence Nightingale all the time. But I remember him, I remember telling him I was going to stay a firefighter paramedic and then I was leaving at 20 years. I go, I'm leaving at 20, Chief. That's it. And he goes, well, we're not going to miss you. You know, like he was going to still be around. <laughs> you know, but 
I, I, I honestly left like at 20 in a day. Yep. Like it was that, and I didn't almost didn't show up the last day of uh, if it wasn't for like Scotty Buchek and uh, Lewis and and uh, Manny, I uh, almost did not show up the last day of uh, uh, of uh, work. You know, pretty much after midnight, I didn't do shit. I wasn't gonna leave. I wasn't gonna go on a call. <laughs> so, so tell me this: Did you not show up, or didn't want to show up that last bit because you were gonna get emotional? Because I'm preparing, like. A, I do not want to see anybody anybody see me cry because I don't think anyone has no one you're has seen cry. me cry on the fire department. Car- Carlos cried. I want, us us girls are trying not to cry on the fire department. You I know? did, and I don't <laughs> want to show my feelings. Oh. So I, I really have seen so many people at the end crying you and getting emotional. You, I'm like, oh, I'm not tagging out. I'm not showing up. I'm not nope. Rachel, like that first day that I came on to the city of Orlando, it was like coming, like being a football player and getting picked in the NFL draft. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like it was yes. the, it's the greatest feeling to want, like this is, and I have goosebumps now. I was like, I'm going to be an Orlando fireman. I'm an Orlando fireman, man. Like that was the shit. And then that day that you leave, you, it's, it's it. It's finished. It's done. It's the most final thing. I don't want to know that. You, you know, and it's a, uh, but you know, I was okay. I started giving my speech. And Manny showed up. Now, a lot of people... Syndrome? Yeah. yeah. So, me and Manny were in fire school together. And uh, and and then when Manny got assigned to... Uh, became an engineer, he was my partner on Rescue 7. And he's one of the partners I've had the longest on there. And uh, me and Manny would do this thing where we would pay homeless people if they had a cool T-shirt on. <laughs> so, we give them, we'd give them money yeah. and take their T-shirt. Oh, shit. you got a collection. Yeah. So, Manny showed up with his Heineken T-shirt that he had just gotten off a homeless man. Oh, boy. And, uh, <laughs> and that made me break down and cry. <laughs> he brought it out the day that he was he saying just, goodbye? He just took it off a homeless man. Oh, my God. Station one. He yeah. walked in the door. He just walked in, yeah. man, and he made me break down and cry, that big motherfucker. You know, <laughs> and, uh, the thing is, though, that it's great memories like that, though. And in, in, in the in the camaraderie and the in the brotherhood, it, it's not the same for someone who's retiring from a, uh, you know, let's say being a teacher or, or being a financial advisor yeah. or something completely like that. Different. You know, it's right. really different. everything is completely different. And the truth is, like today, I'm having the conversation in the firehouse that everybody talks about how to retire rich, right? Everybody talks about how to put the money away, what you got to do to put the money away, what you should be doing with your paycheck, right? But at the end, nobody's telling you how to prepare to say goodbye and that this part of your life that is going to stop. Overnight. I'm not ready. It's a third of your life you spend with people. Yeah. You know, like just you spend all this time with people. You're ready, you you know, and you're just. It's one of those things, man, that I can't like. Uh, I'm gonna tell you, like having the ability to still go into Lake Mary, is uh, gives me that that chance of just you know, just fucking around with the guys. Just give you know, like this morning I spent 40 minutes just making fun of people. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, no, not it, you. It's the greatest I'm thing as people you. come in, you know, and like. You know, just sitting there. We're, I'm gonna tell you what my new favorite thing is, and I and I and I say this with all due respect. If have you seen? Don't go down this YouTube rabbit hole oh, of no. like black people on roller coasters. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! That's some funny shit. Or the or the the slingshot, the slingshot thing, right? Slingshot. Oh, slingshot. I get that. They one. like pass out. Yeah, yeah they pass out. Yeah. Did, did you know? Just just I heard of the grapevine. There is an X-rated version of the videos of the slingshotting Kissimmee. 
Wait, Will what? Where? Where? <laughs> how about anything on the X rated is, is, is a bit far. Rachel, Maybe R rated. These people get right. mad. They get mad at the roller coaster. It'd be right before they pass out. They get fucked. They're like, fuck this shit. Fuck this shit. <laughs> and all the unbeweavables that get oh, flown yes. off the girls' yes. hair pieces. And dead shit soldiers. Is so funny. Dead soldiers, as we call those in the. Uh, in what the are they Pine- called? Dead soldiers in Pine Hills. <laughs> <laughs> Every time you see weave, weave on or the, the ground. Or the tumbleweave. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I've seen those. And I don't even work in the hood much. So, you know, it's amazing the mental effective leaving the fire department has on people i absolutely agree i'm watching my peers leaving and they're not ready (laughs) yeah so scotty scotty just left scotty hill scott hillsley just left yep scott hillsley and then uh, brian Brian davis i watched brian davis cry at station one when he tagged out and he blew my socks off like he's a tough guy on the outside and he's a big old teddy bear on the inside and I was blown away how emotional he got. He made me cry, and he made everybody in the room cry. It was like, wow, you know. But it wasn't surprising once I thought about it. You know, this guy loved the fire department, and he loved us. You know, I knew I knew Brian Davis as uh, allegedly his alter ego, Brian Post. Brian Post. Because that was his name when I first met him. He was my mom's mechanic mm-hmm. before he was a fireman. That's how, that's, how, that's how far back I go with Peaches. <laughs> yes. Yes. I like that. And uh, and it's crazy, you know, um, just the amount of friends that I have from being in the fire department. Right. It's a complete family, man. Can you, it's a, can you it's fix a the thing. other one? And you watch people yesterday. I watched the people when they were bringing Bruce's, uh, you know, the people that were there, and the uh, for your kids and stuff like that. That you're gone a whole part of your life. And this is the reason I was going to say to you that. You, it's good to go your last day. I guess a long, a roundabout way to go about it is for the people that support you where you're gone a third of their, your life, it's good for them to see what you were doing for that time. Right. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I definitely can put my selfishness to, to the side, and if people really you know, feel like they need to say goodbye or they want that opportunity to say whatever it is that's nice about you, you know, I can yeah. totally get it. Um, but I've said I'm going to do a breakfast. I'm not doing a, you know, a night thing where it drags on and the tones go off and do that goodbye thing. Woo! I, I just, it's so emotional. You know, my, my oldest brother, he left at midnight. <laughs> midnight of his, he never told anybody that was his last day or anything. And he left. Uh, ooh, you, wait, hold on a second. Church is making noises. <laughs> um, and he left, uh, he left, he uh, left, just at midnight, they found a pile of gear and uniforms in wow. the bay, and wow. he put the put the rescue out of service. See you later. And then uh, uh, Gary Paxton, when he left, he told me and Ray, "See you guys next shift." Went right to City Hall and retired. Liar, liar, pants on fire. Hey, he yeah. didn't even fucking do his last day, man. So wow. it's insane. But I can tell you from my boys, uh, uh, Timmy and uh, Timmy and Josh, who didn't really get that opportunity to leave on their own accord. Yep. You know, they just had to leave. It's uh, it's hard for those guys. Like I tell you, you know, they didn't have that closure, that end of it, you know, that yeah. from that. So, um, so what what is your like? How what's your time frame? And two years after February the eighth. Yeah. I and will retire hopefully March first of twenty twenty four. Now, do you have to leave at that point, or is Never. it a? It's just still your no, choice. It's my choice. Okay. Yeah. We All can right. we can retire with some sort of pension after twenty years of service. And there's a multiplier that, you know, you figure out what your pay would be as a pension um, from 20 years on. And I know 25 years, I'll be good with a pension. 
and a drop money and I have right. a significant amount of money in my um, nationwide, which is like what they tell you to put away when you yeah. step foot in the firehouse. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah. But again, nobody tells you how to prepare when you're leaving <laughs> and retiring and right. yeah, there's right. no like exit uh, strategy or what, advice. What do you do in your days off? What What is the, you know. You just prepare for your next shift. I can see I what she does. Out. I can see what she does on her days off, standing right there out. by the door in a, in a lazy in a shirt. Oh my! Yeah. Uh, I work out. Yeah. <laughs> he look. He looks like a workout. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so sweet. You know um, that Rachel, like, you know something's crazy. You say the nationwide thing today. I'm sitting there doing taxes and stuff. I realize I've, I haven't touched that. Like, I'm, I haven't done anything with it. Like, it's uh, just wow. sitting there in three years. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's crazy. And just like that, time goes by, you know. And you, when I sat with that lady, and I'm going to tell this on the air for people, that lady did the, uh, when she did my numbers, she goes, I go, this is more take home a month then showing up to work I'm like do people know this like that you can get more money not to come here yeah not to show up that's funny <laughs> and I go I was like man I'm gone sign me up <laughs> where do I sign yeah, sign me up I'm leaving now have you gone back to any of the stations and so, hang out and say hi so you know it's funny we stopped by station one but it was like what like a year later babe I think oh at least it was like a year some change later I never cleaned out my locker at 11 partly because there was a guy that asked me about cleaning it out before I left, oh. and I told him, yeah, you'll get that when I clean it out. So, <laughs> left my shit there. It's probably still, my shit's still probably there. <laughs> you know, and it's like, uh, fuck you, new guy. I don't even know that guy's name. He, I don't even know if he's still working. That's funny. You know, I'm like, fuck you, new guy. You don't get a, you don't get a locker. Get a yeah, locker. that's funny. So, but no, it, I, I can't. Uh, I'm going to tell you this, man. It's hard to walk. I lived on the street from the station I left. Yeah. And it's hard for me to go there. I don't sit there. Lewis, I see him at the store all the time and shit. And he's like, hey, man, you need to come by the station. But it's hard to, yeah, do, yeah. to see the, you know, come by the, I just don't want to. Right. It makes me sad, you know. Yeah, for everything that she doesn't need. So, <laughs> That's a good deal. Yeah. So, I, I got it, Bob. <laughs> hey, it's not going to go to waste. Yeah. So, real quick, so I don't interrupt, yeah. just so we can get out of the way. Uh, I thought we were going to be doing like a little bit of Coquita challenge, you know, amongst the, the Hispanics. But I, I, I see that no, the real challenge <laughs> is the uh, the ugly sweater. You slept yes. on this thing, man. It's okay. It's all right. No, no, it's you're okay. right you're going laurel. down. We're good. We're good. Yeah. We're good. Yeah. You're resting on your laurel. You know who you are? Is he going to? You, that should be you're, interesting. You're the Muhammad Ali that gets knocked out. You're Mike Tyson <laughs> getting knocked out by Buster Douglas. You know what? You got you got this Robin. Are you are you this Robin? Are you doing? Is this the Ali Frazier one in that case? Yes, sir. Oh wow, it could be. March eighth, You come, yeah, yeah. Hey, let's try this. Thing. So yeah, there's Michael Keith, guys. Yeah. Tell me what you think. Cheers. Uh, bottoms Cheers. up. I still need somebody to tell me what it is. Cheers. Jesus Christ. Where's yours at? Go for it. Oh, I had enough. Oh. That's really good. Now what we got? Oh, well, that's good. It is yeah. good. Here we go. Here we go. So, yeah. I got a, I got a couple stories I want to say about There's Rachel. There's no way that can fuck you up. But, um, no, why is there is something a chunky in it? There was, why is there something chunky? Just drink it. It's a what, shot. What is Co- the chunky stuff? Coconut. Coconut, right? It's coconut, yes. Yeah. So, oh. you know, uh, I got two shot, uh, two two stories about it's Rachel. Delicious. That I, but oh. originally we had called Rachel because we were looking for like a dispatcher. We were going to be doing last week's I show with junks with uh, with uh, Rachel. You know, <laughs> we used to dispatch. And you came to mind right away. No. 
because of the story that you told when we were in orientation. You came in and talked to our class. I don't even know if you remember this. Because years later, like probably like a couple years later, I had the same call you talked about during that thing. That went to that call. And I, all I could remember was like what you were saying during the thing. Um, Can I guess before you say? Did you yeah. guys post something about the ER nurse would appreciate don't put anything up your butt? No. That was <laughs> oh. I mean, we did post yeah. that, yeah. but yeah. we, I quote we would appreciate well. that. <laughs> I didn't quote it very well, but I was no. laughing. And so the, the story you told when you came in orientation is you took a, you took a call uh, from a dad calling 911. And he had his, uh, his, and I may, I don't, I'm paraphrasing, so you correct me what's right or wrong. But basically was, uh, he just, his wife called him and said she was going to kill herself and the kids, two girls. Oh, wow. And uh, she killed the, uh, she shot the two girls and shot herself. Wow. I don't remember that at all. Yeah. Talk about file 13. Oh, yeah. yeah. So you came in and you, and you were talking about that call. Um, and the dad basically finding the, uh, the two girls and... Shit. How you were talking to him, and uh, on the phone, and they put you play the call. I don't remember any. Yeah, that. isn't that crazy? So like that a, was me. Yeah, that's exactly it was you. Yeah. I, t- I tell you, I took like a CISM critical incident stress uh, management training class. Like we're talking easily 15 years ago, and I remember Gloria Bullman talking about where that stuff goes. Like I I, could, I can't remember half the stuff until we're at the dinner table talking about. Oh, I remember this call. I remember that call. I don't remember stuff like that. Man, yeah. it, it, that call made a mark in my head because fast forward like a year and a half, two years later, I'm working for Tina mm. on Engine 5. So I'm working a shift for Tina on Engine 5. I've got uh, Rosie Hill like oh, uh, wow. paying, a, paying a time trade from like 10 years before. <laughs> so you're saying you're not with your comfortable crew. Oh, no. So I got an angry man. I got an angry lieutenant. Uh, 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 I think it's Bob, Bobby was a lieutenant. May have been a lieutenant or something like that that day. Or, like, it was like a weird crew that was there on that engine. And we run just the same call. Mom wow. kills her two kids. Um, and a uh, boy and a girl. And uh, and then shoots herself. Dad finds him, and like I all I remember is like, man, what are the odds that this shit happens twice? Wow. And uh, so, but I remember listening to the phone call that you guys play, and you know, because I, I mean, it's amazing how vivid this is in my mind because it's, uh, and I forget the lady's name, but she was uh, the girlfriend of one of the guys that worked in the fire department at the time. Uh, she came in to talk to us as well. Uh, just retired, working with Fazio over doing the safety stuff for good lord plays hockey it'll come John to blank. me John, looks come like to me. sounds like a fireman you're saying yeah 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 well he's a lieutenant when he, he retired a... I didn't, oh, on, tower nine, on tower nine no not spence oh. uh dante nope keep going i'm almost close you're close uh <laughs> god the dude like gosh crushing no no i give up no anyways pat, pat hughes no 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 nah. he's like no <laughs> <Come on. God. laughs> oh man i keep forgetting that guy's over there pila So, like, that lady and you came in, and you guys played the, uh, you came in, you were already a firefighter, so, like, she was playing the the tape, and it's you on the tape, and you were talking about it. Oh, wow. So, (laughs) it's the craziest, craziest thing in the world that that stuck in my mind, and that's why I called you the other day for that, you know? The the second best Rachel story ever is this. We buy, (laughs) I, like, all these people call me one day, and you know, when you're, like, you go from living in your car... Uh, which I lived in my car when I got that Orlando job to having money. 
Uh, you got all this extra money. You don't know what the fuck to do with it. And tell everyone how young you are. So I was 18 years old. <laughs> Unheard so, of. Kate Polk in the chat group says, Merry Christmas, y'all. Hello. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Okay. So I, I basically have all this extra money. And like Nick, uh, Tina, all these people are going on a cruise. And they go, you want to buy some cruise things, uh, tickets, right? So I, I buy two cruise tickets. I'm actually dating a, a resident at the time. At, uh, who's a, allegedly a surgeon now? Oh, um, and uh, anyways, not me, not Trish. <laughs> so, we did not know each other. But she's only 23 years old. I'm 18. She's 23. I buy these cruise tickets. The lady that I bought the tickets from calls me back and goes, uh, "Listen, we can't refund your tickets, but you need a 25 year old to go with you as a chaperone oh, to go on a cruise." <laughs> the only 25 year old. Or older at the time that I knew, 25 year old, just turned 25, was Rachel. So, oh, damn. so Drake tried to chaperone me on a cruise. It was pretty funny, man. So, it was a great cruise. I remember pulling the toupee off uh, a, a chief at the time. No. <laughs> I knew a lot of guys the, and gals name, got early trash. His name may rhyme with McNeil. <laughs> <laughs> Lieutenant Maureen was on that, uh, remember oh, that guy? Oh, really? He yeah. was my lieutenant at one time. Yeah, he was on the cruise. He was uh, watching me and Nick looking at titties on the topless uh, thing. <laughs> oh, wow. That's awesome. He's That's like, awesome. He's, he kept telling the story to try to make fun of us that we were on the topless deck looking at titties. But the only way you could see us is if you're on the topless deck looking at titties. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was already there. So the funnier part of the story is, you know, I've watched a couple of episodes of the podcast and Liz can be pretty rough around the edges when it comes to girls <laughs> and his past. And I have to say, he was a perfect gentleman during that whole courting me to be his 25-year-old yeah. so he could Damn. go on this cruise. Never once did he try anything. Yeah, he didn't have so. fast hands. He wasn't, like, talking smack. I think more like he looked at me as a legit sister because we yeah. had kind of grown up the first couple of years in the fire service together. So, yeah. And, you yeah. know, it's funny because uh, years later, we ended up riding together for a few months on oh, the yes. Rescue 7. Oh, yes. And, uh, and, and like, you know, me and, Ra- me and Rachel sleeping ne- in chairs next to each other because, you know, I sleep in a chair. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. There was no sense in going to bed. Yeah. <laughs> I do love trying to convince people on the rescue to go to bed. This is a ruin there. It just listen. I don't think it's it's oddly slow today. I don't think we're gonna get another call when they go to bed and their spirits gone. It's the best thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Exactly. (laughs) So, but you know, when we called you the other day, you brought up an interesting point that I go, man, we got to talk about that because that was unbelievable. When you said that, like Trisha's eyes opened up. Yeah, right. Like and. and you want to talk, tell people you went through a house fire. Yep. So in 2018, uh, at the wee hours of 3.30-ish in the morning, the tones go off and, you know, um, the firefighters in the room can totally identify how uh, we don't function very well at 3.30 in the morning when the tones go off. And uh, I was probably sleeping really hard. And we go as the second due engine to a blazing apartment fire. And it was blazing because there was no sprinklers, which you never, ever, ever hear of no sprinklers in a system or in an apartment complex. But this was old. This was the 12 Oaks apartment complex behind uh, Burger King. Yeah. 
old, 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 old uh, apartment complex. And so we're second, and we're going to go like classic Orlando Fire Department SOP style, go to the long end of the building where if you know fire behavior, you know that anytime you have a blazing fire, fire likes to travel, and it likes to travel in large void spaces. And the chiefs knew the fire was going to go to the other end of the building, so we go to that end of the building. And I remember thinking two things. Damn, this fire is hot. Like, I could feel the radiant heat as I'm pulling the line to go to where we're going to go, like, head off the fire. And I noticed on the one side of the complex, there's all these people. Like, they had actually evacuated the entire building. And I was like, this is a lot of people to be out standing watching this fire at 3.30 in the morning. Why didn't someone call before it was an inferno? I did think that. I was like, this is insane. We never come to this... Uh, you know, this much fire. Already not involved. at three. Th- right, already involved at three thirty in the were, morning. Were you there too, Jimmy? Did you go to this one? I think so. They probably did. Yeah. They probably came in late, and even if they did come in late, it still was a lot of fire and took a while to put out. But um, so I'm, I'm going. You know, I'm starting to work with uncharged hose as we do, and I'm going to the third floor on the long end of the building, which is nowhere near where the fire is. And I'm up there trying to, I'm trying to race my driver and my lieutenant because they want the hose laid out and they want to charge it quickly. And I'm slow. I'm like in my 40s and I know I'm not that fast anymore. So I'm hurrying and I'm hustling. And as I'm working at the top of the third floor, this loud boom happens, almost like a shotgun right in my ear. And the fire had gotten so angry once they started to knock it down on the other end where I was not. I was a whole building over. Um, the fire busted through the, the, um, the ceiling and it came through the drywall, drywall up, uh, above me and I, I was working without gloves on because it's hard, it's like using oven yeah, mitts yeah, absolutely. hard to do anything with gloves on so I'm working with dry hose trying to flake it out and in that boom sound we have film, we have actually um, video of the fire and, and we don't have a, a video of where I was standing, but what we know is that the fire, like, exploded. It was so angry and hot. It exploded, and when it came through uh, where I was standing, it came down on me so fast, like a switch was flipped. I didn't see it coming. I didn't know what hit me. I didn't see flame. I didn't see anything. So my lieutenant told me later that he saw me in a ball of fire, and I, he couldn't even see my boots. And I just know once it came and it went, it was like, three seconds. It couldn't have been even three seconds. I was working with hose and it, it startled me and I jumped. And I think when I jumped, the hose in my hands kind of went up at eye level. It may have been kind of a reflex to protect my face too, but I didn't have um, my, my, you know, my SCBA mask on yet. I had my hood around my neck. So I wasn't really to fight. I wasn't ready to fight fire yet. So I had a couple of things I still had to put on, but this is like normal practice. This is normal. Yeah, we don't put all that on because you can't see it. It was a a nighttime fire. They've controlled utilities. It's dark in the stairwell I'm at. So the last thing I want to do is work with a bunch of, you know, where I can't see. And so uh, I I look over at my lieutenant. He knows something just happened. There's... um, insulation and drywall all over me and on the ground. He's like, are you okay? And what happened? And I was like, I don't know, but I'm hot. And I kept yelling that I was so hot. And he's like, are you burned? And I looked down at my gear and I'm not on fire. I don't don't have any like charred spots. You would think I would look like, you know, a cartoon with a bunch of black stuff all over me. I have none of that. 
And I start walking down towards like the bottom floor and I see one of the drivers on the truck. So I saw Ryan McConaughey and he's like, Rachel, your face is burned. And my lieutenant hadn't really looked at me, you know, face to face just yet, but I was in the perfect lighting at the side of his truck and he's like, your, your face is burned. And so from there, they walked me over to a rescue, which was delayed because they'd been in, actually the rescue that should have come first was at the hospital stuck. Uh, surprise, right? Yeah. The yeah. first rescue was at the hospital on the wall, and then the second rescue had moved a couple times because they were in the way of other units, so they were delayed. And um, so long story short, when I got to the ER, finally sitting in the actual bed, we could see that my hands were burned pretty significantly. When, I, when they were taking my gear off, I kept telling them, my pinky, my right hand sole pinky felt like the worst paper cut you could ever have. Yeah. And it was actually like flesh was burnt off my pinky. And I didn't know what it was. I hadn't really looked. They, had, they really didn't like check me out that clearly. But I kept telling them, There's, it's not that big of a deal. There's nothing going on with my yeah. hand, but it hurts like hell. So after being like 30 minutes in the ER, um, in the trauma room, it started to blow up. was a big blister. And yeah. So I waited for a bed up in the, believe it or not, I had to wait for a bed up in the burn unit, and I was there about a day and a half. But what an experience. Like, nobody ever expects uh, to get burned, much less think about how dangerous our job is. So, you know, I was burned in fire school. Remember you told me that. Yeah, so I had circumferential burns uh, from dress socks. The dress socks, the polyester, <laughs> adhered to my legs. Uh, and it was uh, the, one of the last burns we did. It's crazy because I came from the city of Orlando interview, had those dress socks, I put my bunker pants on, it's Halloween, I remember it, and uh, we went and did that burn, you know, burning shit, you ain't supposed to burn in burn buildings anymore, like, you know, plastic spools and stuff, and uh, me and my cousin were in fire class together, so I could not let him beat me, <laughs> so, so that's where my legs burnt up, and I remember, like, going in to get dressing and uh, dress, address the legs, but... I know that if I got burns, I can't do the next burn in a day. Oh, boy. So I got to graduate class. So I graduated, you know, I, I didn't burn. You know, I had Magic Johnson socks on the whole time. <laughs> and then I showed up to my physical for Orlando with the Magic Johnson socks on because they're not going to check my feet. Right. You know, right, right. You know so, uh, um, you know, at the old OMC, which, you know, there were shady people. You didn't get much of an assessment <laughs> yeah. anyways. You know what I'm saying? I had Miss Georgia watch me pee. That was about <laughs> it. <laughs> so, but the one thing, um, be, right as I was getting ready to retire Orlando, you go, I had like a dry spell, of, and then I hit all these fires. Like every month we were getting a fire. And I told you, so lighting has a lot to do with being able to assess burns on people. It's very true. And uh, there was a lady, it was the middle of the day, I remember this fire, and it's right there in Levin's area. And this lady, this old lady who had dementia was left with the neighbor to be watched. Like, uh, uh, like the son left the neighbor in the house to watch mom. Mom felt she needed to make coffee, so she took the plastic coffee maker, put it, uh, filled it with water, and put the whole coffee maker and everything on a burner. Oh. And turned the burner on. So when they find the, the neighbor finds it, and the neighbor went next door to do something and when he finds her he sees her through the sliding glass door in a room surrounded by fire and grabs her gets there and then the whole place fully involved anyways they go hey can you check grandma out you know so we get done with the fire I'm on the rescue they go can you check grandma out when I check when I go and uh, one of the chiefs had seen her before a paramedic chief won't say what this dude's name is we'll just say Erlen you guys know what I'm talking about <laughs> and this dude saw this lady 
And he goes, she's fine. And uh, when I go in to see, now she's a trauma alert. So he thinks again, you know, people think I'm overdoing shit. And the reality is, like, when you when you put the light on her, like, at this point, she's got strider and shit. Mm. And her face is just swollen just in that period of time. But the lighting, the lighting's a big difference in, like, what you can see, you know? So, I, I, you know, like, you're in the dark in this fire. This thing happens to you. But you still fought the fight. You still finished off. No, I didn't finish. I was so pissed. Yeah? I never finished. I went downstairs when I was in. It was like, what's going on? Like, what happened? I was like, I don't know, but I'm so hot. I couldn't, I couldn't stand how hot I was in my gear. Like, I wanted it off. Yeah. And that's why. It's because that blast of hot gases and the fire engulfed me, heated me up. I had no idea what was going on. I, I just didn't know. I didn't... I clearly closed my eyes because I didn't see a ball of fire. I didn't see anything. I, it was pretty much like the saying. I, I didn't know what was hitting, you know, hit me. Did you have your hood on? I didn't. It was around my it, neck. It was just around your neck. Yeah. So only, only your so face I got, was burned? So I got like a sunburn. So okay. a couple of days later, my lip blistered and right. my face like peeled like a chemical peel, like yep. when we get on the facials. So yeah, that definitely, ha- you know, my face was involved. And... Right away, the ER did some blood gases on me, and I had to be on oxygen for like 24 plus hours. Your CO yeah. level, right? So, yeah. Your CO level is crazy. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. And I'm telling you guys, this happened in less than five seconds. Yeah. Yep. And yep. it affected my respiratory system that quickly. Did you uh, get cyano kit or any other stuff nope. like that? Mm-mm. None of that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. a you know that's a whole nother topic. That, I, I got, <laughs> So, you know, so then you had to go through the burn clinic. Yes. Which is amazing people. They are amazing people. Howard Smith and Susan Smith are some really, really awesome people. You know, uh, Pablo is a brand new nurse. He is. He's a baby nurse. We were talking about that (laughs) before the podcast. And Pablo, where are you going to work at? Allegedly. Allegedly, Allegedly, I I just accepted a position uh, at one of the... uh, Trauma centers in the area at the burn unit. The yeah. trauma center. Oh, awesome. The trauma center. Oh, wow. That's awesome. That's going to be rough, though. It's the worst clinical and oh. paramedic school. Yes. It is. Yes. It is. Yes. Absolutely. I, mean, I remember it. Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. I did some you, you nursing cool school clini- clinicals <laughs> there, and I <laughs> loved it. No, well, I, 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 I think that it's, uh, it's one of those things where people are just in pain all the time. Oh, yeah. It's a miserable And they're full of dread. One of the most that that was one of the most um, impactful, uh, in uh, like um, internships, whatever that I went to, was because one of the people that we were treating was this roofer, Mexican, right? you know, no pun intended. No, no <laughs> pun intended. Uh, Mexican roofer. Was it Juan? <laughs> it was Juan. Um, and <laughs> I, I got to be confidential, so. Uh, but he had he had tar that that burned basically eighty uh, percent oh, yeah. of his body. Horrible. Okay, and you know they they do their very best to sedate everybody. Sure. Obviously, they, sure. they don't want they don't want you to be awake. But for the nurses to go in there and debride him and and to change his bandages and to do what they had to do, even with medications that was being given, the guy he didn't yell, he didn't scream. But he had tears rolling down his eyes oh, from the pain, and that is—that's horrible. I, and I know, so I know nurses, they did what you know they did what they're supposed to do. The nurses I was with were basically conscious sedating those patients when they yeah, go you to have the to. burn. Yeah. You have to. Like they, when when I was there doing clinicals, they were not awake. Well, I, I mean, he wasn't. He was. He was. 
not awake either, as far as I knew. But you know, I don't I don't know what the protocols are and how much you know how much medication you so can give. So they, they give, give a lot. People. Rachel, yeah, a when lot. you when you go go in there, they would that you basically would go in what how many how often once you got sent home. Uh, I would go in. I think at the beginning was like once a week. Once a week. And then it was every other week. Dressing change and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. And they, like, want to see the progress of the of the healing tissue. Like, they could yeah. give two shits about the burn tissue. Yeah. They want to know what the healing tissue is doing. Yeah. Which I didn't know that. Like, yeah. as a person that's, like, that first responder, you're fixing it, like, quickly. You really don't understand, unless you're a nurse in the burn unit, you don't really know what it is a burn is supposed to do. Yeah. And so as a student and as the patient, yeah. I learned that protein and healing was the number one priority. Yeah. And you wanted to heal it the best you could. And then collagen that grew, that would grow on the skin. They don't want that on there. It's, it's too early. Like They yeah. want yep. the collagen to grow over a small, period. slow period, period of time. time. And so they would remove collagen. I'm like, I thought that's the good stuff. They're like, it is. But it comes back too fast yeah. for the healing tissues. And I was like, holy shit. They would scrape yeah. that. That was probably the worst. The, the, worst. Yeah. The, the, yeah. the collagen scraping because that's already raw, no more burned skin. Like, yeah, it hurt to take off the skin that was burned. But the collagen scrubbing was insane. Right. And guys, I was only scrubbed with a washcloth. Oh, I yeah. wasn't scrubbed with the metal brushes and all the other graders. things. That, right. I was not one of those people. I, my, my burn was on the verge of a third-degree burn. I had no grafts. So I kind of skated kind of nicely, but I would never wish that on anyone. Like, my grafts still look, my legs are discolored. And, like, people are always like, man, why do your legs look that way? You know, uh, and it's just, they, my legs have never looked the same. And now, as I've gotten older, the, uh, the grafts need to be changed you know like i think i'm due because now it looks like they're my leg like they're split you know and they get uh you know you got hypertension and shit now i got edema and all that stuff that happens sometimes so it's like it's the worst man like but but i have a i have somebody's skin from the like mid uh leg to down uh lower leg down like on the most knee. of your calf most of my calf yeah yeah so it's uh, both or one leg both, both. Bilateral, yeah. damn so uh, i when you were talking the other day i i it was hurting me yeah you're yeah. reliving yeah. yeah so you know like i so they change your dressing in clinic and this is the one thing people don't understand so uh would you get medicine when they were doing that or um Pretty Probably much, uh, during the clinic visits, I pretty much was on my own medicine, so I knew to medicate myself before I got there, yeah. and I was only on narcotics maybe six, seven days. I didn't want to, like, overdo it, and I don't like how they make me feel, but I can remember in, in the actual hospital um, when the nurse said, would you like to take a shower? And I was like, oh, I could take a shower? I was, like, singed hair. I was oh, gross. Yeah. You know, I was in ever. my sleeping clothes. A shower sounded amazing. And I had seen myself in a mirror, and I was like, oh, I just want to wash my hair. Well, I didn't, I didn't think about the fact they don't have real shampoo. They don't have all this stuff. So no. I did a head-to-toe shower with Dial Antibacterial oh. Gold Soap oh, yeah. in the pump. At least it wasn't a bar of soap, right? Yeah. And, um, but I didn't realize that's Why where my first... Why is there no first... shampoo and conditioner? That's a good question. But that was my no. first time I realized that they were going to take the burn skin off i didn't know that's what the show i mean she wasn't tricking me no i was on good drugs and i didn't really hear the whole story all i heard was shower (laughs) and so as i'm and i and i thought to myself oh she's gonna have to wash my hands my hands are burned yep 
And so, hence started, like, they did all the, like, hygiene stuff. And then it was like, okay, it's time to scrub your hands. I was like, what? <laughs> and the tech took the less ugly hand, and the nurse took the really bad hand. And they're like, if you need a break, if we only get halfway through, we can do the rest of the scrubbing in the bed where you're comfortable, more drugs, da-da-da. And I was like, okay. And I really tried to be tough. I, I really yeah. did. And I was like, okay, time out. We have to go to the bed. We have to stop. And so I got a break, and then I got more drugs and finished it. And they were wonderful. Like, what music do you like? And they put music on their phone. I'll never forget that. I feel like a five-year-old that remembers what Santa said the first time they went, you know, what, the words, you know, that they said. I, I won't forget that they were like, oh, we, we're here to make this as most comfortable for you. Like, it wasn't that nice. mean nurse to, like, you need to suck it up. I, I had all these preconceived notions of how I needed to handle this as a and patient. And by the way, you're a nurse when this is happening, I'm right? a nurse. Yeah, I'm a, a firefighter. Nurse. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I've really yeah. never been a patient like this, ever. Not in yeah. an emergency situation. Rachel, what, kind, what, what, what you asked to be played? Adele. Ah, hello. 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 Yeah. I did. I'm like, Adele would be really nice. And nice. they didn't Soothing. sing. They just turned it up on the phone. I mean, like, who does that? Like, they yeah. they good, are good, good at yeah. what they yeah. do. Pablo. People, people like Pablo. Pablo. Yeah. Good yeah. at what like, they it, do. It would have sucked if you would ask for Alicia Keys. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Patricio. He's, he's been waiting for, he's been waiting exactly. for that. Oh, he's been waiting for that. He has that one oh, in the holster much. there. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> you know, perfect that's time. Good. What's interesting is, is that you're, you know, it's that whole, you know, I've always been that, like, you know, that full-on nurse at heart. You know, like, sure. as far as, like, you know, the distraction and, uh, and, you know, putting the patient's mind somewhere else, you yeah. know, like where you, that's, that's nursing at his heart right sure. there. You know, like, basically, how do you treat pain as a nurse? Well, like, uh, it's all those uh, non... Uh, Therapeutic. Thera- you know, non-pharmacological things that you can do for the patient. You know, splinting, distraction. And the funny thing is, when I was in the actual trauma room, I remember that, like, if I had my hands still, they put them on, they put it on, like, my hands were sitting on my lap on a chuck, and they just, like, let them expose. They didn't really have, they hadn't done any treatment. And I remember the nurses coming in and checking once an hour or something. It seemed like I was thinking, how come they're not checking on me? You know, I really did think that. They weren't that yeah. busy. And um, I had in my mind they were not going to give me any more narcotics because when I got to the floor, whenever treatment was going to start, I wanted max of everything. Because I was afraid in the trauma room they'd be like, mm, she had Dilaudid or morphine at da-da-da-da. We can't give her. I didn't want any. We can't give her. It's too soon. Yeah. So I took I no I can't tell you any time that I have worked in the trauma room that I've been like, oh, they've had enough. Right. <laughs> right. No. Well, it's like, I didn't know that. Uh, I'm pretty sure we need to give more. But especially with Burns. But you like, right. This is, this is horrible. Uh, yeah. This so is, I held out till I got on the floor. I'm like, I'll take all the drugs when I get on the floor because I didn't know what I was in for. The, the worst nurse, and I say this, I'm going to say this on the air and uh, record it. The worst nurse at treating uh, pain is an ER nurse. And I'm, an, a, I'm, an emer- I'm an emergency room nurse, and, and, uh, and, uh, but I didn't start in the ER. Right. You know why Trish is good at treating uh, uh, people's uh, pain? Because she didn't start in the ER as a nurse either. Mm. Uh, that's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like when you, <laughs> when you start in the ER as a nurse, it's, like, it's almost you got this like, well, fuck you. You, you, go, you, know, you got the short-term thing with them. Jaded. Yeah, and it's like to me, I, I've never been like you know. If you stop breathing out, make sure you're breathing before I give you pain medicine. Sure you know will. I mean? 
Sure. Like, like, you Maybe know. I've sat at the end of somebody's bed and tapped a foot. You know, so. Wake up. You know, so, yeah, yeah. Breathe. Take a breath. But, like, I'm in the ER. Take, I might take away that medicine. Great. We're not great at it. In the ER, we're short-term people, you know? So, that's... Oh, that's I So, um, but, and then, like, as far as the process of getting back to work. That was pretty tough. Um... I think when we were on the phone, I told you about one of my visits there, you know, asking about my hands and they're um, making sure that I'm healing okay and, you know, how, how am I taking the injury, blah, blah, blah. And then there was this, who is now a doctor, but he was an Surgeon. intern. Surgeon. You knew his name. Yeah, man. Uh, oh, Scott Zanoni. So he had a funny last name and he said, oh, you know some people that... You know some people that I know, and he tells me their names and um, work on OFD, a husband and wife couple. And I tell him, oh, yeah, I know them. And he's, like, just, you know, shooting the breeze. And finally he says, how is your mental wellness? And I started crying, like, snot crying. And I'm like, it's not not very good. And he hugged me. He hugged me, and he held me, and he let me cry. And he didn't judge me, and he didn't like make any light of it and I, and I know he knows us I know he's one of us yeah. he's a decent paramedic I hear now and then he was going to be a doctor and I was like uh this guy was the right guy to dump on and then here comes Howard Smith the you know his boss and he's like so we think you need some maybe some <laughs> mental help and I'm like no not me I don't you know and so yeah, so... You know what's... Uh, it, in- I think if I didn't have that guy, I may not have ever broken down to Howard Smith. Because Howard it, Smith's all yeah, business. You weren't, you weren't going He's to. all business. And I'm not saying his bedside manner is poor. He just... He gets the job done. And he, he sees does. a lot of patients. He's I can a, see a, why he has to be that He's a great way. surgeon. He Absolutely. is. a great surgeon. Takes his job very yeah. serious. He doesn't, like, come over and touch you and hold your hand. And I don't... I'm not offended by that. I think that's what Susan's for because she's just really, really sweet and gives a lot of love. Yeah. And I think that day, though, I didn't see Susan. I saw Scott and Dr. Smith. And if I hadn't seen Scott and known that he was kind of gentle and caring, we knew the same people. And he just kind of asked, like, how are you doing mental health-wise? And I was like, I don't think I'm doing very good. You know, and what we came to the conclusion was a lot of my day didn't finish. And you know what the, you know what the craziest thing about Scott? I don't know if you know this about him or not. He's a male nurse. Oh, I did Before not know that. Surgeon. I just knew he was a paramedic because he flew so, on the helicopter. So, so Scott has got, uh, you know, and I, I actually texted him after I talked to you. <laughs> he's got one of the most interesting stories. So I meet this guy when he's a medic in the ER. Years back. I'm in a, uh, I'm in an EMT clinical. And that's when I meet Scott Sinoni. And Scott's a medic in the ER going to nursing school. Wow. And then he goes to nursing school, becomes a... So he would work as a flight nurse at First Flight. And then he was a flight nurse at a Florida hospital. You go from one job to the other. And then he, uh, he went to medical school in the islands, came back, and was working both jobs. So was he an island boy? No, he's a white dude. Okay. Yeah, that ain't even funny. Go ahead. <laughs> so, but uh, anyways, like he goes back and forth, and then he he's one of the few people that goes to it out of the country's me, uh, medical school, and like basically gets his pick of where he wants to do uh, rotations at. Wow. So he does his rotations at Florida Hospital and uh, picks being a surgeon, 
And then, you know, he's rotating in out of OMC, and now he's a surgeon out of the coast, at, uh, oh, wow. at, uh, uh, trauma surgeon. And awesome. to watch a dude kind of go through it, but the nursing side of him is that bedside thing. Of it, sure. You know? Because, you know, we've all, we said this before on the podcast. A doctor looks at medicine from the problem back. He doesn't, a nurse looks at it from the patient standpoint back to the problem. You see what I'm saying? Yes. And that's like where the whole mental aspect or everything, because uh, one of our girls that's in nursing school now that works uh, uh, works for us here in the company, I saw her the other day, uh, taking a nursing exam is the most extremely easy exam. It's ABC order if it's life-threatening, and when it's not, when it's not life-threatening, it's self-actualization. Like, what makes this person whole? What makes this person okay today? And, and those are the, that's the right answer. You know, and for a nurse, like, being yep. able to make sure that you're able to do your everyday things, like coping with pain and right. thinking about it is uh, super important, you know? So do you feel it's, it's like a troubleshooting approach when it comes to, uh, uh, you know, uh, checking out your patient? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we, we basically look at what the problem is mm-hmm. and we, we, we do the best approach to it. We reassess to see if it worked, and then we go to the if if we we don't move on until it's fixed, you know. Mm-hmm. Because if your mental aspect isn't, then to that doctor, you got to realize this: you ain't going home taking care of yourself, right? Yep. So and you, Scott very very well may have said something because of the you know spike and all the suicides and all the mental wellness that's not happening in the fire service today, and so maybe he was a little more you know sharp to note hey, let me check in with this girl, and she might not be okay. And yeah. I'm telling you what I, I can't remember exactly what he said, but it was like totally 100% space that I could let it go. And I was sucking it up for a while. And I knew, I knew it was going to become time for me to start considering to go to either light duty or I, I was waking up every day thinking that workman's comp or the fire department was going to say, where are you and why are you not back on shift? I just yeah. waited. I kept waiting for that horrible workman's comp story to happen to me, and it never happened. Did you um, that like did you ever just, think? Go ahead, go ahead. Just so you know, Steve um, Abraham said that Doctor Stiff. Holy cow! Okay Doctor Smith and <laughs> Doctor Zanoni are rock stars. You, it, Love it. Let me ask Smith. you this. I did say Smith, right? Yes. yes. So, Rachel, did you think about, like, like uh, do you remember, like, the Tina situation and all that with her trying to get back to work yep. and all that stuff? Oh, yeah. Did you think about any of that when you Absolutely. were all sick Absolutely. You know, I knew about some coworkers that had been in a really bad accident in the back of a rescue, and they were really getting the ringer. They were getting a poor experience with workman's comp. I knew about my friend Tina, who they were hounding, and lots of people got hounded. When you're on your years timetable it's time for you to start wrapping up your injury and wrapping up your illness so you can get back to work and I kept putting like expectations on myself of they're going to ask me soon what my problem is and why am I not back to work like come on how bad is this injury it's just your hands and I didn't realize there was way more things that were eating my lunch every day about the injury you know uh, putting things together this is one of the craziest events in like because I knew I had asked Jimmy to be here today and then you were coming today and this all in the same day Jimmy is doing his uh, new hire assessment down oh, at uh, <laughs> down at uh, the thing um, Chief John Miller at the time was like he had to bring now you got you got to imagine that chief miller when he was lieutenant miller 
and uh, and Tina, they were close. They were like running the Explorer program and everything. Now he's in a position where he's got to see if she's fit to come back to work, right? Right. And he had to put her through the first time they ever done this, a fit-for-duty thing. So they made her come in through the new hire. Oh, wow. So, I'm just saying we got to watch the time because our judge may leave. Oh, check, 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 check. Um, but Tina has to come through the same day Jimmy's coming through doing his new hire assessment. Oh wow! And uh, and uh, and like I could see how heartbroken he was to have to make her do that. That is one of the toughest fucking women I've ever seen in my entire life. And the amount of pain she was in came in and fucking did it. Right. Yeah. I'm gonna go put mine on. Okay, if you want to. Yeah. 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 So, so, you know. It's so insane because, like, you know how things kind of like come full circle, and that's absolutely where where. And then you watch a stud like Jimmy that goes through like the next few seconds. Jimmy's <laughs> fucking going through his new hire assessment was the funniest shit I've ever seen. I'll never forget this my whole life. So the colonel, uh, Chief Hill, is there. He's uh, I don't know what you know. He's just a colonel. He's there hanging around. If you got the experience as Carlos in your uh, hiring process, he don't forget shit, and oh, he no, has you marked. No. He'll yeah, tell no. stories about you till you retire. <laughs> yeah. He don't forget. I did that every other year from the second year I was on the fire department That's till awesome. like the like think like my the, uh, the last hiring process I wasn't there. Uh, me and uh, um, Ellen. Yeah, Ellen Early. Me and Ellen, same yeah. spot every time. Like we're the only two like original people that that like did that stuff. And and uh, but Jimmy comes through. Like so, first of all, they tell Jimmy to walk from the trailer they put you in to to us to our station. Now the colonel is sleeping <laughs> against. Uh, he's in a folding chair sleeping against the wall. Yeah. Like taking his afternoon nap because he doesn't do anything. So uh, and Jimmy's in a full sprint. Walking like, and then he just kind of breaks out and shows up real first. And he, oh, yeah. we let Jimmy read his stuff, and then, uh, and then uh, he, he goes, okay, start. And Jimmy starts screaming, "Scene safe, PSI!" And like, uh, <laughs> and the colonel falls off his chair. And then Jimmy finished the shit like me and Ella. He screamed the whole time. That's awesome. Now, mind you, I never saw that was Jimmy, confidence. I never saw oh, Jimmy yeah, do that shit go. the rest of the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like, you can tell Jimmy studied because he's another one of those guys that broke out bilateral periorbital ecchymosis. Oh, whoa. <laughs> that's what you. That's what you brought into a championship wow. thing. Wow. That is. That's good job. Okay. Good yeah. job. Cross my legs real quick. Yeah. 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 How long was it from the time he got back till you went to another fight? He just One back. year. No, I take that back. Um, I came back on 4th of July of 2018, and I had a car fire that first day back. So that was really good. I mean, I needed something. I needed you baby right steps. To it. You yeah. get right to I it. needed baby steps because I remember on the way, I thought I was going to stop breathing. I was breathing so fast. And I was hyped, and I was excited, and I was nervous. And I thought, oh, my God, what if I get burned again? Somehow I worked through it. And then a year almost, what? I knew that was going to happen. Yeah. It's all right. It's all right. 
a year to the day, I got a blazing uh, apartment fire at uh, Crossroads Apartments. Oh, yeah. And I, I was breathing so fast that my tank beat. It chirped before everyone else's. No shit, I was like, ah, I'm not ready to get out. But everybody knew. Everybody knew. My lieutenant was so wonderful. He was so patient. He, you know, I said, Lou, I, I was a, I was breathing like a crazy woman. I was scared. I was, he was like, you did fine. And he just had me kind of wait at the door until, you know, the, the fire was knocked down and I just got too excited. And yeah, talk about, you know, just a year, to, year to the day. I was like, that's, that's I, awesome. I, I can't yeah. believe it. And we have, we have the two pictures of the fires, like almost next to each other in the kitchen at station 17. Do, do you, um, you remember your first house fire? It's all right. Uh, let's see. I can remember one of my first like big deal fires. It was um, remember the whole off fire where the yeah the air or the oxygen and yeah. nitrogen all that. Well, that same building, you know, there was a giant fire well before us. Yeah. So I was on engine five. It's my first year, and a small fire started in a corner of one of those uh, one of the rooms and it was almost like a garage. It had, they, 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 there was a, a small explosion and it had hit, like, it had exploded so hard that it blew windows out. And I remember going in with a water can. It was like, doop, 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 what is, this is no big deal. It was a very small fire, but there could have been, you know, s- secondary fires and, you know, third fires. And I was a new firefighter. I didn't know. Yeah. And uh, I think I ended up putting out, the wa- putting out with a water can, but it, it was a pretty significant, whatever was on fire, yeah. but the water can did it. I mean, yeah. It was, yeah, but that was it. And everybody was like, do you know what that yeah, fire could have been? Yeah. And did you know about that last fire yeah. 15, 20 years ago? And I was like, no. Yeah. I, I, I just, Susie Paxton underneath a truck. That was screaming. it. Yeah, you know, it's, uh, it, you know, I got to go put this sweater on. But You do have the, to go put the sweater on. One of the things, uh, my first house fire that I ever go to, it's me and Ray Dixon on the rescue. And uh, we get there, this thing's ripping, and, you know, it's just the engine, and we got to go do a search. But the whole time, I'm getting dressed, you know, I'm getting out of the truck, and uh, you hear from Ray, all you're hearing is this background noise of, like, man, run, white man, put your stuff on, get going, get moving. Because, you know, hood fire in the middle of the night, a bunch of people out there. Man, if there's, a, if there's, a, if there's white kids in there, you'd be running fast. And oh, all that stuff. That's boy. the stuff he's saying, right? But it's... It's not the people. It's Ray screaming at me. <laughs> 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 like, like, that's a, He's role playing. That oh, fucking guy. That's not that. The fuck, he would uh, he would call the elephant man would show up because he had his hood out the wrong way. And shit. He's just screaming at you. you know, but uh, let me go put the sweater on because I can put yeah. Patricia's ass. We're gonna need to get the judges in here. Yeah. Yeah, and apparently the, my, the trivia guy has my wallet, so I gotta run out there real quick. Oh god! And I can't believe I gotta run out there with the podcast you need a would go <laughs> way faster if he didn't talk about fire with are you Carlos. Gonna, <laughs> are you gonna, gonna judge also? Sure. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Judges. All right. I'm excited to see. Are, you, are we gonna wait till you get back for the back an- up. for the anthem? He's in a dress. He's in a dress. He is an address. He is an address. Oh, I, I can't wait to see Carlos's. <laughs> but that laugh, I it is be good. Pretty amazing, if I say so. Hold on, I have to change my sweatshirt. Uh-oh. Here we go. Everyone's looking at you, Patricia. Oh, my uh, God. Yeah, I got so many weird stares out there. 
No way. Uh, what, are the people, what, do you mean? what are the people saying on the podcast? Like, are they typing? Can they so, see uh, your so, half So, so here, here's sweater? the issue right now. We are having horrible, horrible internet connections right now. Oh. Ah. And the stream has been interrupted multiple times, and we apologize for that. But luckily, the audio has been flawless. So the recording that I do, because I do three recordings, off the board, off the computer, and off the broadcast. So... You see, once again, this is like the 17th time I've had to reset the internet. I can't yeah. see yours and Trish's amazing outfits. First of all, eat a dick. <laughs> That's a What's sweater. that to do with Christmas? It matches, right? Uh, it does. It does. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, go Pregnant for lady. it. Ooh, we're not stopping her. No, no. She's got to pee. Lady with baby. Got to pee. So, so we're gonna wait till he comes out. Yeah. And all right. <laughs> yes. I still have not received your. I, I forget. You, you checked your spam, Uh-oh. right? No. Why would I do that? Check your spam. Security's here. Security, president. Yeah, we got entire, we got a legit belt. Did you get belt. the entire costume on? That is like a legit belt. Where's that from? Yep. It's it a nineteen-nine replica of the WCW uh, championship. Oh shit! It's we're like metal. Be, we're gonna need video. <laughs> This way? All right. So Video that way? So I'm going to disconnect everyone else from the broadcast so it's just on one screen. Because this has been insane all, all evening. And I, my serious apologies. We just have horrible, no. horrible internet. Almost. Because Almost. Oh. No, stand by. I got Stand by. Stand by. All right. I'm going to use this. All right. Hold on. Let's put this on. Is that your belt, Patrice, here? <laughs> Whose is that? This is awesome. I am. All right, there we go. There it is. <laughs> so security is taking the camera. And um, go ahead. Go ahead, Pablo. You can... Introduce the first uh, contestant. Contestant. On the price is right. I'm gonna need you to step outside. Huh? <laughs> I did not order wings. Get wings I, did, I did. I did. I did. I did. I did. Oh well. Yeah. All right. So we're just waiting for this to load because we just a horrible internet tonight. It's because there's too many people in here. Yeah. They are partying out there. There he is. Hold on. Hold there on. Hold there on. she is. <laughs> wow. I feel like I have a sweater just like that. (laughs) (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, damas y caballeros, tonight you will be privileged to witness an upset like Ali and Frazier, Tyson and Holyfield, and Justin and Kelly. An upset will occur. The ugliest of sweater competitions uh, will be crowned uh, champion today. And Johnny's other side. And are you ready? Let's get ready to rumble. I can't hear you. Come on. I can't hear you. Woo! <laughs> the title is on the line for the undisputed ugly sweater competition of Florida. The challenger weighing in at 256 pounds of pure uncut awesomeness. The godfather of podcasting, Patricio Here comes number two. Hold on. Number two. Stand by. 
Ask him where his wallet's at. Right here. Patricia, I'm gonna need you to sit down and listen to this. In the American corner, the challenger. He doesn't read books. He stares them down until the information gets read. Time waits for no man unless it's that man is him. If you spell his name in Scrabble, you win. You win forever. In the beginning, there was nothing. And then he kicked nothing and told it to go get a job. When God said, let there be light, he said, say please. He has a mug of nails instead of coffee in the morning. <laughs> if, there were, if he were to travel into an alternate dimension and where they, there was another one of him and they both fought, he would win both times. His tears cure cancer. Too bad he never cries. He has God's username and password. He can't. <laughs> He can use it whenever he wants. The king of sting, the master of disaster, the doctor of Monte Cristo. You wanted the best, you got the best. Carlos! <laughs> so, uh, we have scarred so many children this evening. We have a dude wearing a dress and a guy with a dick in the pocket. So, uh, Jimmy, as your official, uh, as your official duties here... Uh, so. I believe that uh, votes were casted outside and you were tallying. Votes were casted. Votes I was were tallying casted. out there. see right here. So. Uh, there were several votes casted. Yeah. Several votes casted. It was, was all to one side. So if there was a clear winner here. There is a very clear, clear winner here. And it, I would tell you now, that it's not a dude in a dress. So, Patricia, you've been beat. I mean, this is Orlando. We can do that anywhere. So, defending his championship, we're declaring... The dick in the box, the winner, and still the champion of the ugly sweater, first annual. Master contest. of all the things. So wait, a vibrator one and not yep. a sweater. A vibrator. Is that no, no, what no. just happened? The whole ensemble. The whole, the whole ensemble. You can't, you can't just pick it. You can't pick and choose. It's, it's all but I, I can't. I can't. Yeah, you can do it. If you came with Majority rules. If you came with your family and cast the votes right now, he would still lose. <laughs> <laughs> I I actually dubbed Trisha winner. Yeah, well, that's Unofficially. My, the story of my life. So, <laughs> she never wears that. I never wear that. I will hear your. I don't do it. I will hear your. No, no, that was that was hilarious. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm watching Pablo put on the headphones on Aaron, and even I felt uncomfortable. With that. <laughs> <laughs> and and he, he's being so kind and helpful. Like that's really what was happening. I'm just obstinate. Yeah. So what? Me. That's, a, that's a big lawyer word, baby. I don't baby. really know what you mean by that. <laughs> I don't follow the rules. You, you, just <laughs> had a, you just had a kid. What do you mean? Yeah, I don't. I won't follow the rules. <laughs> yeah. So I will hear your con your, your speech to concede the victory. <laughs> so it was uh, it was it was a tough match. I don't think it was either. <laughs> <laughs> you put some thought into that. That's the thing. I mean, you, you really did. You really right. Mark, you went to Target. Trish, Trish no, I went to Walmart. Or you oh. your wife's no, closet. I, know. I, I almost bought that. Yeah. No, it, it's crazy because th this sweater has won me like five five years in a row already. Wow. Uh, I just didn't expect to go against a vibrator. I, uh, I, I don't know why you would ever expect to not go against I could. Four. I could tell we you. Go against, we go against them all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah. it's, a, it's a consistent it's battle that this we go through. Thing. It is true. I could tell you. Oh, here's Jamie. Jamie, Jamie, what, are, Jamie. what are your thoughts? 
Jamie's Jamie's working. <laughs> Listen, the reality is this. Just say dick in a box. ugly sweater. So here's one. Oh. oh, your dick, your dick is knocking yeah. things over. Your dick is knocking that over. Package is a little big. And, uh, Hold on, it and, vibrates. And, uh, you should actually look at it. It's Shut your mouth. Not that it matters, but uh, anymore because like Patricia got his ass kicked outside. <laughs> <laughs> Wins every time. Hey, uh, it's a it's a confidence thing. It's uh like I told you this morning. I I wake up and I piss excellence. Quite frankly, I'm the best there like ever. Like using that dick or your real one? It doesn't really matter. Like uh, that one. Yeah. Hey, you talk to that big tall girl right there and see how many times she changes sheets. Too many. Stop! I know you guys use mats. We do. We do. I can cook and fuck. We, we still have to change. Those are the things I can do. So you got to get the cover for the mattress. <laughs> we have one. So Patricio, yeah, you We've have got lost like your four. belt. I, I have lost my belt tonight. This is yeah. uh, so I, well, I'm gracious enough to, right to lose it to a uh, great man such as yourself. Appreciate it. We have a house and that is, that is a very big dick. Uh, I would like yeah. to thank. I would like to thank the Lord for putting me here today. <laughs> I can't believe we're gonna do this, but can we put them both on timeout? Yes. What? Uh, yeah. <laughs> you have the control. So, real quick though, because we got to get back to this the subject at hand. We that's uh, not to and uh, again, we're trying to get Miss Jody not to kick her ass for going over time on stuff. But like, uh, as far as I would say, uh, Rachel, like I want to say thank you for coming on. First of all, thanks for having me. And it's great to see you. You too. Here at uh, and you, you know and it's uh, there's a whole life out here. Outside this fire department, yep. stuff you know, it, it runs the event, it runs this course, you know, it runs that thing where you just, it's a, it's enough, you know, right? <laughs> it's enough, and uh, there's a lot more shenanigans out here as you can see. <laughs> when you what do you here. mean? Yeah. Uh, what do you mean by shenanigans? What are you? But the one thing I want to do is, what is like? Who's gonna get pistol whipped? Hold on, baby. No. What is the one thing that you want to make sure, like, anybody that goes through the same situation, like, bring, like, the one thing that, anything you would have changed or any words of advice for anybody that's going through mm. the, the disability process? Uh, I, I think it's mostly, like, stop trying to be the tough guy. Like, I really tried to be tough over the whole thing and... It's not necessary. I, I just think that's in our nature. It's in our nature to want to tough it out, mm -hmm. to not show weakness, to not like speak up and say you need help or whatever. And you know, I feel like everything timed perfectly for me, but some people, you know, the timing's off for them or the timing is not right for them and they don't know when to say something. And so, and then some people it's too late. You know, we've seen that in our department. So I'm, I really feel like just know that there's, you know, help out there, and I, did, I, I didn't think I was going to be that person that needed it. Do you think, has it, in your experience, you've seen a few people go through this, the, the stuff, you went through it yourself, has it changed at all the process or the amount of help that's out there and the stuff that people can have? I have to say that it just changed my outlook, like... I was ready to leave. Like, I feel no. like I was never identified as a firefighter. I feel like I was, I was never letting my job identify me. And I feel like I fell in love with the job again, and now it's coming to a close. 
And yeah, so I'm hard. not ready because I think I've been reborn in the job. If yeah. that's such a thing. Oh no, it, it does. It, there, there's it a lot is. of like phases of stuff, you know. And I watched the the new guys as they would come on as I was leaving, and like the ownership, they would take a certain things and the stuff, and and that was cool because you knew it was like going to stay in in those hands, you know. Right. Things have happened at the fire department. It's no lie. We've had some shitbag fire chiefs come sure. through that city. It, you know, it's a 130, yeah, 146, yeah, 136 years right 36 now. 36 years yeah. of uh, of history of the yeah. city of Orlando fire department. And and um, you we had some shitbags that have come through yeah. that have like stained it, gave it a bad name. Mm. It's still the place that it is. You know, it's yep. gone through the changes that it needed to go through. Right. I think to survive, but the reality is. Till this day, I'll put a, a guy fighting fire in the city of Orlando against any fireman anywhere else. Absolutely. And it is uh, the place to work. Like, I, I mean, this is one, it's a, was an amazing opportunity to be one of those people chosen to be to work there. Absolutely. You know, and, uh, and uh, that's, yeah, that's why you feel the way you do, I think, you know. But, you know, it, it, there's always the, the aspect of giving it back out here. Sure. Getting people into that position like you got to be in, you know. Sure. Yeah, and stuff. So, yep. no, but it's awesome having you. Yeah, well, thanks. You know, it's uh, uh, what do you got? What are you pointing at? She wants this. Oh, no, so, so, uh, Cheers to the champ. Yeah, a little drink here. Okay. Um, baby, you got anything before we close this thing up here? Hey, can somebody ask why the urinals are so close together in the men's bathroom? The internet, if you could answer that for us, why the urinals are so close together, we would appreciate it. No problem. And you know what? It's, would you like to be so next to a dude with a dress? You'll get the answer if you find the podcast and review the comments. Because they're answering. You haven't been to Frogger in Daytona. You're literally pissing next to each other. So this is what happens, basically. I love this place. He's giving you a topic. <laughs> so final thoughts real quick for everybody? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So final thoughts. Um, our air medical class is the last week of January. You should sign up now before there are no spots left. I hear there are a few flight positions open in the area, so yeah. I have a feeling those things will be filled up pretty yeah, quickly. As of, as of today, and, 10. 10. 10 positions open. Yep. Um, I want to say Merry Christmas, and um, our thoughts and prayers are with Joe Fizikas' family. Yeah, legendary flight nurse. He is amazing, legendary. and we love him, and we wish his family the best. Yep. Our special guest, Rachel, anything for anybody? Uh, no, everybody be safe out there. Merry Christmas. If you drink too much, get somebody to drive. We, we're in a world where you don't have to drink and drive. In the world of Uber. In, in the world, world of Uber. Uber. Just don't throw can, up in the back you because you will Uber. be banned Amazing. forever. Yeah. You throw you up can, in the back, you're, you're banned. You can Uber in Haiti, by the way. <laughs> oh, done it. Aren't they Damn. called tuk tucks? Yeah, tap taps. Tap taps. Yeah, tap taps. I'm not. Yeah, you can tap. The tap tap drunk. It's hard to get on. I like that. Yeah. What you got, Jimmy? You're so little. I love you. <laughs> I just, uh, we do love you, Jimmy. It's great to see you. It's great to see you guys. No, it's good to be here. Good talking with Rachel. You know, just take care of yourself mentally, physically out there. You know, we go through a lot. We see a lot. So, you know, we try to, right now, we're trying to get rid of the stigma of the fire department where mental, you know, health, you know, is, you know, we're tough guys, tough girls. You know, it's it, it doesn't have to be like that. 
So, you know, you yeah. brother and sister out there. We have peer support teams. We got everything out there. Your so. mind can only hold so much shit. Yeah. You only, yeah. Got, you only got so much space in that file cabinet yeah. before that, you know, Purchase. before, before if, it goes all over. So, we If know. you need help, you can always call us at 321-341-8721. There you Echo go. We're always here. That is not the Echo Fast. That is us. Yeah, I know. What's the Echo Fast <laughs> line number? I do. We do this every, every show. Time. You would have this ready. I you would. It's ask you. one, one eight, 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 three, eight three three airfast. There you go. There it is. This is why he gets paid money. That's yeah. Right. Okay. You get paid in dick. <laughs> it's like not a lot of money. You just money. Just a little. <laughs> something. It's something. Patricia, what you got, man? Uh, I know you, things are sore. You glad? You better be glad I didn't put my culinary skills in making some coquito. <laughs> oh, damn, dude. You would have to. You would have to Uber the old lady to With my two house. Two for two. <laughs> The coquito That'd is not going home with him. I'll tell you that. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I'm. I'm uh, it was. A, it was a great bout. You know. Uh, uh, Good job. Congratulations to the victor. You. You well deserved. That it was not what I. What I expected. But <laughs> I, I still don't understand, understand how you didn't expect that. I still don't understand how you the vibrator. Just like, oh man, the set. Thank you so much, yeah. man. I appreciate it. <laughs> uh, happy holidays. Uh, Please pull your hitch off your fucking truck if you're not pulling anything. Yeah. Come <laughs> burrito, okay. Watch where you're walking. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. What's up, birthday buddy? What you got? Um, my tried and true Delvin asshole. Mm-hmm. Um, and Merry Christmas. Oh, Merry Be Christmas, nice to everybody. Yeah, you're still in. <laughs> <laughs> and, you, and you got a a a, a honey bear hippo back there. We oh. actually did not talk about last I'm week. I'm so grateful for that. That yes. we did not talk about last week. Me <laughs> that too. Is, that oh. is awesome. Oh, oh really? Me too, buddy. Really? I've gotten phone calls oh. about her. Oh. Yeah, okay. Again, okay. about me. We have witnesses that watch Trish check somebody's oil at not. Rachel's. That is not a true story. <laughs> oh boy. It did not happen. People's oils got checked, Jim. Wow. That's a true it story. Did, it did Next, not week. Next I, week. I advise Next you week. not to speak about it. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> but yeah. but now, now, in legal terms, if you say allegedly, does that mean that whatever you say is okay? Not if it sounds like allegedly bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> But this, I mean, allegedly, you know, allegedly I killed a guy. Allegedly. It's like, no I'm just offense. saying that you're an asshole. I like, did not like check I anybody's did it, oil. but maybe I didn't. Yeah. You know what? I'm not saying I'm not saying I did. The greatest that we are going to have a crossover episode coming up here with Ooh, uh, Aaron, I can't wait. Aaron and yes. me. And, yeah. Oh, you guys are so much nicer than me. Like my nicer? sign off. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Heard my sign. Yet. Yeah. My sign off is usually like, uh, you know, go fuck yourself. Or, oh, yeah. That's you know, how, well, I that's how we sign off. Wait, wait, we sign on that way. I hope wait, you wait. have exactly the Christmas you deserve. Yeah. Not yeah. yeah. Merry Christmas. These guys are. That's why So sweet. You're like, have safe and happy holiday. I'm like, hope it's what you deserve. <laughs> that's uh, that's why I go last, Aaron. You know, Aaron, there's a lot of people that you represent in this room. Wait, wait. That's and right. as of now, from all the people I represent, have I been beat? No. 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 Oh. That's what I like to Damn hear. Right. So, oh. so hold That's on. What I like to hear. Back. Case is dismissed. What's up? Money back. What do you want? Woo! What do you want? All right. I like this. She's the people's champion. I like this. She's the people's champion. 
Yeah, she gets she gets the belt on this shit. You know, uh, hey, listen, hey, listen, man. In a couple days, there is there is uh, the Christmas holiday. Whatever you celebrate, whatever name you call God by or anything like that. The biggest thing at the bottom fucking line is uh, you either deserve to have a good one or you didn't. Right? You know exactly what you did this year. You know exactly right. who you helped, who the fuck you didn't yep. help. And you know, and if you, you know, if you're one of those selfish people that uh, wonders why the fuck nobody calls you around Christmas, well, you always got to think of this. Like, you know, what the fuck did you do for anybody else the whole year? Yeah. You know Amen. what I'm saying? Yeah. And like, now you, that you should take it and not as a why me, but I'm glad it's me. And this is, you know, the shit I got to change this year. To make sure I get a phone call or two next year. You know what yep. I'm saying? Don't blow right. your brains out on Christmas Day. and Because, uh, you know, especially if you're allegedly in the Lake County area. Because I'll be working that day. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, because you're sad. Call somebody. Get some right. help. And then, you know, like, you know, next year, hey, don't fuck yourself. Yep. See y'all later. Merry I'm just yeah. saying, don't call me. <laughs> <laughs> so.